I don't know if you've ever had one of those days where you kind of get in these rabbit holes and you just kind of keep going and going and going with something. And after a while, you're like, I've been doing this for like three hours and I don't know what just happened. So yesterday, as I was um, just praying about the homily and, and what was going on, I, I love the, the image of free will and the image of choice. And I think a lot of us, maybe you can relate. I don't know if you've been in those conversations, you get in these would you rather conversations. Um, I find them fascinating and also incredibly annoying at the same time. Um, I don't know how it works with you, but I want to go through a couple of would-you-rather situations uh, just to kind of lighten the mood. Because let's just be honest, Jesus sounds like Mr. Cranky Pants in today's gospel today. Because it's like, yeah, we know we got anger problems. We know we got lust problems. Thanks for letting everybody know, right? So I just want to kind of calm it down for a second. And just go through some would-you-rather questions. And I don't want you to turn to your neighbor. Uh, just to have a little interior dialogue. Because um, later today, just a little side note, later today I'm going to a marriage retreat, a marriage prep retreat, and I have to preach there too. And um, no offense to married couples, we got a few here today, uh, but it's just so interesting what we argue about. And sometimes like we're arguing about just dumb things. So these are some of the things I think kind of come up in this. This is like, would you rather? So I just want to throw these out to you and see what you think as you go into this rabbit hole with me and hope we can get out and bring some light into it. So the first one, I think often when it comes to like married couples, often it's, it's, it's the temperature of the house. Um, so the question is like, would you rather give up con- air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet the rest of your life? Ew, right? I like animals. I think one of the cutest animals God ever created was a panda bear. So this one, I'm, I'm, I'm impartial towards this one, but would you rather cuddle a koala bear or pal around with a panda bear. I was talking with uh, one of the students yesterday, and he was like, could you imagine me walking around with a panda bear? That'd be so awesome, right? I think panda bears are awesome. Uh, sometimes we have these would you rather questions, like would you rather be able to run at 100 miles per hour or fly at 20 miles per hour? That's like a really tough one because flying is cool, but I could get to places really fast. I could get a lot done if I ran 100 miles an hour, right? And this is also one for sometimes for people who struggle with being on time or just being obsessed over being early. Would you, always, would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? I would, I'm, a, I'm impartial. I would rather be 20 minutes early because I hate being late. I don't like making people feel uncomfortable. It's one of my biggest like, crosses I carry. Um, this is kind of a fun one. Um, would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos that appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday. <laughs> Look at today's gospel. It's like, yeah, that one was angry. You can tell it by the color. That one was lustful. That one was, you know, um, not, wasn't being honest, what have you. This one I, I've actually experienced before, but it's, uh, and some of you can't help it because you're, you're um, your own hair. Uh, but would you rather be bald for six months? Or would you rather have a mullet for a year? So I've had a mullet before, so I, I, I would do the mullet in a heartbeat again. Um, it's also, uh, sometimes we think of these, these crazy situations, and it's like, would you rather be chased at night by a clown or by a zombie, right? I hate clowns. I'll take a zombie any day. At least I know I'm going to die and I can get out of there, right? So, um, also, like, sometimes we think about just, like, what would I give up? You know, what I give up? We're also preparing for Lent as we, what would I give up? And please take this one with uh, humility. Uh, but would you rather give up your cell phone for a month or give up showers for a month? 
I would do um, cell phone in a heartbeat, right? So this is a tough one. I, I didn't like this one, but it's like, would you rather have all your friends hate you or all your family hate you? Ugh. My thought was like, I'll, I'll also adopt everyone while we family and all work out, right? So, <clears throat> But then also when we look, look at virtue, you know, I think it's often ask ourselves like, we all like want attention. We're starved for attention and we go to the wrong places so often. Um, and, and sometimes we get attention for two things. It's, it's, it's are you a, a good listener or a, a, a good speaker? So would you rather be an excellent listener or an amazing speaker? As we, as, as we get down to like just going deeper with the Lord, um, would you rather find true love today? Or would you rather win the lottery in the next year? Like we're here because we want, we want, well, you know we need love, right? It's, it's, it's being un, love that's unconditional, only love that God can give us. But then uh, the one that I always like, when it comes to would you rather, would you rather have somebody that lies to you, but makes you feel good? Or someone that tells you the truth and it challenges you and sometimes it hurts? Often what we do is we choose these lies um, that, that, that they might make us feel good, but there's no depth to them. And the Lord's calling all of us to go deeper today. So I just want to talk about two things today. I want to talk about integrity and invitation. Like all of us have free will. C-Rock talked about that so beautiful. He says, if you choose to keep the commandments, they will keep you safe. He says, reach out your hand choose water or fire, the water being baptism, the fire being the Holy Spirit. He, he wants us to know the truth, but you all have free will. When it comes to integrity, um, this brings up a, a story, that, a true story that happened when I was at my last parish, and this gospel came up, and I said, would you all rather have me tell you the truth, knowing it might challenge you and hurt, or would you rather have me lie to you, but it'll make you feel good? They're all kind of thinking, what the heck is this guy talking about, right? Jesus says a lot about lust today, right? If you, if you look at a woman lustfully, you've already committed adultery with it in, in, your, in your heart, right? Or if you're angry with someone, like settle your account with them. But the, the, fo- the focus I had in that particular homily was, was this one. Jesus says, if you bring your gift to the altar and there you recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift at the altar Go first and be reconciled with your brother and then come offer your gift. So at every single Mass, we are, our, our gifts are brought forward. The, the, the bread is a symbol of wheat being crucified. It's a symbol of your sacrifice for the community, uh, whether it's financial or spiritual or emotional or what have you, and you sacrifice, and that's a symbol of your sacrifice. The wine is a symbol of grapes that have been crucified. They have been sacrificed as a symbol of your offering at Mass. But what this gospel means is if we have anything with someone here or someone that's near us that doesn't line up with God's teaching and we know that we need to actually forgive that person or ask for their forgiveness, what have you, that means you shouldn't receive communion today. And I can remember giving this exact homily and, and when, it, when it came time for communion, one person had integrity that day. It was my youth minister. And she came down the aisle weeping. Because you can still come forward and put your arms across your chest and receive a blessing. But she knew that there was areas of, of reconciliation that need to happen. And she had integrity. 
What is integrity? Integrity is what you do like when nobody's looking. It's still virtuous. It's still good. It's still holy. But also when you're challenged, you actually stop thinking about self and start thinking about the community and saying, do I want to be a good example? And when she came forward weeping that day, it just touched my heart so much because she heard the gospel. She heard it, right? St. Paul says, eye has not seen, ear has not heard. She heard it and she saw in her mind's eye someone in her life that needed to be forgiven or she needed to forgive, that she may have hurt her, someone who hurt her. And the Lord says, if that's you, leave, leave your gift and go reconcile first and then come receive your, receive your gift and offer your gift. Who in your life do you need to forgive? Like Jesus isn't mincing words with us today. It's like, would you rather experience the freedom and the power of forgiveness and knowing that you don't have to walk on eggshells the rest of your life? Or do you want to wonder, what if I actually took that step, but I'm going to live in fear the rest of my life? Every single Sunday, every single day, Jesus, through his spirit, is scrutinizing us. Like he's drawing us deeper. We can't just stay where we are. He's drawing us into the deep. And right now we're on the, the, we're on the, the Sermon on the Mount, which is like two, two, three chapters in the Gospel of Matthew. It's long, kind of like our journey on the, in this world. And it's not an easy road. It's actually narrow. And it, it means that you and I have to sacrifice. We have to make changes. Which brings me to the second word I want to focus on and end with today is the word invitation. We have a few events coming up in the upcoming months that I want to invite you to, but I want you to invite others to come to too. Who here was at the SEEK conference or at least watched it virtually? Because I got a couple in the front, right? Good decision, bad decision. Good, right? A couple thumbs up, right? And sometimes you're like, I wouldn't go to this thing if, unless somebody else invited me, right? And think of where you would be if you didn't accept the invitation. For those of you who know my story, I, I was invited to a men's conference sophomore year in college, and my brother invited me to go. And I was expecting kumbaya. I didn't really have any reservations, but the, reason, the real reason why I went was because I wasn't happy. I was living a, a very service-level, artificial life, and I truly wanted to live an authentic life. I went to that conference and heard the gospel, heard the good news, heard a challenging gospel, and I was invited that day to surrender my life to Christ in the confessional. Never really went to confession before, you know. But I just felt that lift. I just felt that lift and then heard a conversion story of a priest who was clinically dead for three hours and came back to life. And it's interesting, what actually started to arise in my heart was extreme anger. Because I was like, how come nobody ever told me about this way of life before? How come there was so much just like this, I don't know, watered-down gospel stuff going on? It just, it just angered me. And it was at Mass that I felt called to be a priest that day when the priest was speaking the words of institution saying, this is my body. And I just, I knew at that moment that that was Jesus. I don't know how I knew, but I, I knew in my heart and I never felt more loved in my life. That invitation changed my life. So I want to just offer three invitations for our community this weekend. The first one is for the men here. But I also want you to pray about right now who can you invite? And we talk about intentional invitations. Like, don't just say, hey, do you want to go to men's conference? That only worked for me, right? But like, what, do you, what did you love about Seek? Or what did you love about different things you went to? And we want to invite people into what we love. Like, I love seeing men together, right? I love it when we challenge each other. I love it when we see someone, the light, the light goes on, and they get set on fire, right? 
So we have our, our annual men's conference on March 4th. It's at the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help. And I want to invite every single man here to come to know you're not alone, to know that there's hope for you, but also to know that the church needs you. If you're discerning your vocation, if you're discerning your vocation to marriage, it'll help you. If you're discerning your vocation to priesthood, it'll help you. But we got to band together, right? For the women here, we have a conference in Chilton the next weekend on March 11th. And that one is called In Mary's Footsteps. Curtis Martin, the founder of Focus, and his wife will be speaking. Sister Alicia Torres will be speaking that day. And the priest who heard my confession that day will be speaking as well, Father Michael Leitner. When I felt called to be a priest, he heard my confession. It was just mercy. It was just so, he's so merciful with me. But now I, I, I'm always in debt to him because I don't know if I'd be here if it wasn't for him, right? The following weekend, we, we start our mission trip. It's my third invitation. It's so interesting when you and I go on mission trips, um, we leave where we are and the, the, the Holy Spirit shows up. One thing that often we do on, on um, mission trips is we just take a break from technology. For those of you who came on our summer uh, retreat this past year, uh, the first thing we did is we turned our phones off and turned our smartwatches off, and what do you know? The Holy Spirit showed up, right? And so often we, we need those invitations. But also, sometimes we're just so focused on self, we forget about the poor. On mission trips, we, we actually help the poor, and it's interesting, we think we're helping them, but they're actually helping us. Because they don't have all the technology, they don't have the stuff, they don't have the weight of it, but what they, what they do have is they have the Lord. And it's very interesting to see what can happen in three days on a mission trip or one day at a conference. Jesus ends our gospel today by saying, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. So would you rather have friends who invite you with authenticity or would you rather have people who kind of hang around you but unless there's like alcohol around or you name that thing, but if that thing's not there, then they won't hang out with you. I want authentic friendship. I want people who invite me, who will challenge me, who won't quit on me. And as I've been preaching, the Holy Spirit's been putting names on your hearts. But that means you've got to contact them. I can't do this on my own. We have to invite them into what we love. But also, we should be so grateful for those who invited us and journeyed with us and even dragged us to where we are. So if there's anything holding you back or called to do at this Mass, is place it on the altar. Fear, anxiety, depression, loneliness, unforgiveness. We're called to ask the Lord who will be here on this altar to transform our hearts. To pray for transformation is a rabbit hole you want to go down. To pray for transformation of not just the way we think, but the way we live that's where we want to go. That's where the Lord's inviting us. But you have free will. You can do whatever you want. The choice is yours. Amen.